to the Bottle Soccer Talk program. The Bottle Soccer Talk podcast, episode number 56, is brought to you by two guys, two mics, two pints. I'm Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry Peruge. Yes, sir. And we're here to talk some football. End of the end of a couple of tournaments, the beginning of one, and we're starting to see some preseason action. As you know, this thing is uh, year-round. So uh, I guess we can get right into it, man. Euros 2020, played in 2021. Uh, we have a champion, man. Yeah. Uh, do, do you want to do the honors? Um, I prefer no. <laughs> yeah, Italy won it. Um, uh, it was a close game. I we I think we both picked England, and it could have very well been England. It got to that point where probably should have been. Came down to PKs, man. And um, I I thought it was a it was a well played match. Um, I don't know how I feel about England scoring first that early. I feel like that totally derailed them from their game plan. Mm-hmm. I thought they tried too hard to defend that lead. And, yeah. and and that's where I think they went wrong. And it just allowed Italy a chance to grow into the game. Bonucci scores the, the ugliest goal. I mean, it's it a fortunate. It's, yeah. yeah, it was a scramble in the box. You know, he gets a foot on it. You live with it. And, you know, credit to, for it for Italy, you know, because they had the resilience to just like, you know, really go after it. And they did. Yeah. Um, well, as you said, England scored off of off a great play, by the way, uh, via Luke Shaw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kieran Trippier, who, who was a, a surprise announcement to start. Right. Yeah. Because uh, I think Saka was was going to start. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gareth Southgate decided that he wanted to play both his right backs and figure out, uh, you know, a system in which to employ both of them, uh, Kyle Walker and Kieran Trippier. And uh, it uh, it just so happened to work out right away. And that shut up a lot of people because there was a lot of doubters like, oh, Saka should have been playing. Or... I had a feeling. Yeah, I had a feeling they were going to do that, by the way. Uh, I think that's what I called for. I, I was like, Southgate's going to tuckle it, start with five man back line. And he did. And mm-hmm. it worked. It just like and my issue was they didn't stick to the plan. They scored one and became complacent in my book because immediately after that, they're just more happy to to be in their own half. Well, that was the issue for the tournament was or for England anyway, was that they were despite having probably the best attack beyond maybe France or something, they they were very defensive in most games. Yeah. And the only one that, that didn't look it was against Ukraine and Ukraine is a fucking well, well that's let's, let's be honest. Ukraine's not the best team out there. Yeah, they should have approached it like it was Ukraine. Like, listen, I know it's not Ukraine, but you, you have to approach it with that confidence and attack. And I feel like that's where they went wrong. And the defensive aspect that they've shown, I I kind of expected it. And I do believe that's the best way to win tournaments, by the way. Um, like that that type of style thrives in these kind of settings. Well, it's a, it's a low-risk... Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. You risk a lot less, you know, um, but you know, it's one of those things where I find it hard to say because I know some people are trying to spin it this way. Oh, Italy played a better match. I'm like, well, I mean, mm. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, first, why is that? I, I I'd like to know why. Yeah, they just. I mean, you know, obviously because they won, right? People are gonna say that, but like, I think it would have been very well justified too if England won, you know, in PKs. It was a, it was a very tight match, is my point. Well, at one point, I think Southgate uh, was was content with with going to to the uh, penalties, 
which gives you which you can kind of tell because they didn't make any subs going into the extra time. That well, the subs uh, came on late. Came on super late. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't make any adjustments up until the very end, strictly for the penalties. So yeah, you can gauging by his by his uh I guess decisions and in game management, it it was obvious that he was content with uh, taking it to. To the penalties. Yeah, and that's yeah, and and that's the theme. That's the theme of England uh, for that game in particular was com- complacency. It bit them in the ass, but it could have very well favored them too. It came down to PKs. Um, well, how can uh, how do you feel that that uh, England had only one shot on target? Well, that that's that's uh, that's what people will say, and that's what they use to skew the the the, uh, the narrative in Italy's favor, but. It's just again it, it goes to the same tune about what I'm saying is they they didn't strive to 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 make an attempt you know to risk it and and advance men in the final third and I also want to give credit to to Italy because Bonucci and Chiellini they all held it down you know and uh, the midfield was rock solid so they made it tough you know um, really the the way England scored was a surprise. You know, you have a fullback. Such assisting. a great counter, too. Right and off of like a, a fuck up from Maguire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like right away, I'm like, God damn it! Like, he as good as he is playing out the ball and uh, with the ball on his feet, he's prone to errors when you pressure him. And that's the very first thing Italy did, and that's the very first thing that Maguire did was a misplaced pass to the keep, and uh, and it was a corner kick immediately. I'm like, shit, it's gonna be a long game. Yeah, yeah. No, from there, I mean. That was really the the only way England was ever going to score, man. Um, cause on a counter? I, yeah, counter and, and, like, fullback to fullback, you know. That was a, an assist from Tier, uh, Tierney. Uh, Kieran Trippier, Trippier. And, and, and Luke Shaw finishes it, you know, as, as, as well as a striker would, you know. Just calmly slots it. Yeah, and that's two players you wouldn't expect to say to that link are, up for are, a goal. Yeah, yeah, and so that's the only way. And this, this is just a testament to how well Italy defend. And it, and it was always going to be hard, man. And um, my only problem was like, ah, you know, Bonucci. First of all, I don't like the guy, but whatever. And such a shitty goal, man. And <laughs> it, like, you know, shitty goal. He's celebrating it hard. At that point, I was really pulling for England. Uh, but, you know, they didn't show me enough hunger. And, and there was tactical naivety even from, from, uh, from Southgate for me. You make those subs early. How do you feel... Uh how do you feel about the midfield battle that Italy did control? Um, you know, I I don't know if if uh, there was any other. In terms way. of possession, I I, I don't want to say con- control completely because I feel like Phillips and and Rice linked up pretty well. Um, as soon as Rice went out, though, Calvin Phillips was more or less lost because well, again, the decisions that Southgate made uh, to to sub out Rice. Yeah, you know, my thing was. I thought they actually played a good game defensively. They got tired out, and I think Italy's midfield was highlighted more because they possessed the ball more, quite simply. And and that's the thing in, in the lineup that Southgate puts out. There's not as many midfielders. You know, yeah. you have two. You have your pivots, and, and really... Uh, I just don't like that. Yeah. And I'm sorry to cut you no. off. I just don't like that he put Mount on the wing. Well, Mount, and that's a great place to start. Is that's a guy that's fought too much of the pitch, should have been the first sub straight away, and I would have brought in Grealish right then and there. If you're gonna have him doing what you know in that position that he's playing, 
it's just a dumb move. And uh, Mason Mount is a is a top player. I don't think that's the position he excels at. Well, uh, just the whole system in general. I, I, he didn't have a great tournament. I mean, let's be honest. I know I'm documented on on this actual program uh, talking shit about Mount, but if if we're being honest, if we're you know keeping it uh, keeping it uh, real, then we we got to say that Mount had a stinker of a tournament. And either Sokka, Sancho, Grealish, Rashford, anybody should have gotten more playing time than than Mount just based on his performance alone. And those guys should have played more, period. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any any uh, debate about that. Yeah. I think what, the, what Mason Mount offers over those guys is just versatility because out of most of those guys, he's a safer pick in the midfield for possession and defensive reasons. So like Foden, for example, in my opinion, should have played more as well. Oh and, yeah, and too. all these guys, you know. Um, but I I think that's the problem with England's uh, up and coming golden generation is that they're most of them are very good going forward. Not a lot of them have the defensive prowess. It, that, that's but, my only justification. And, and yeah, and that would be all fine and well in terms of how uh, Southgate lines up. Oh, <laughs> nice run, guy. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> We're watching the Trinidad and Tobago versus El Salvador live. Live Gold Cup, anyway. Gold Cup edition. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> That's all playing <laughs> well with Southgate's uh, in terms of Mason Mount, uh, but Southgate didn't, you know, didn't line up to get possession. He didn't line up for, you know, defense for um, carrying the ball and stuff. He he opted for a super defensive side and made a. I guess a box to box player more offensive and it didn't make any sense. Yeah, no, I I would have preferred to see Sancho there. Well, Sancho was out of all the names you mentioned was the guy to that we least saw, at least from what it feels like. Um, and, yeah. And, and like just in this yeah. whole tournament. And I, I think anybody that's a, man that's a mystery. Uh well I I think uh what could have been Gareth Southgate's problem with him was the the fact that he tries always to be too flashy, and it's something you're gonna you're but gonna either dude, love or hate. L- you know? Listen, uh, that's the breezy way. It is. It is the breezy way, and I and I like that. But this is the same problem that Pep had with him. And um, you give him the ball, and he tries to take on three people at once. He tries to get the Neymar moment, and he, the problem is, is that he's capable of it, right? But in a in a tournament, there's a time like this, and place. Yeah, and and he overdoes it. You know, he's, he's like the, that one FIFA player that yeah. skills too much. But super talented, and he has to wait to be given that moment. It's the same problem that Portugal had with Cristiano at a young age. You know, United as well. He just they're like, all right, get on with it. This guy's doing eight step overs. You know, <laughs> you know. So it's it's a very like not common in England. I feel, and, and I feel like maybe Southgate, who is a former England player. Still is from that, you know, stage. Oh, no, no. Come on, El Salvador. Oh, man, dude. Fucking bottles. <laughs> wow. That I was, guess that was that's a fair. Bottle. Uh, to, since they, you know, Trinidad should have tied by now, too. But um, uh, sorry anyway. for our sideways cap, uh, fucking That was a commentary. nice little play. Yeah, uh, they, they do, like, short touches now. Sh- shitty little finish, though, for oh, sure. fuck. They could definitely use a Ferran Torres, huh? He sliced it. They could use... <laughs> Yeah. They could use a Troy Deeney. Oh, man. Yeah. No handball either. Um, but anyway, uh, going back to Southgate and Sancho, um, 
I don't know. He did. He just didn't get a chance. And brings him on on a minute one nineteen. Strictly for a penalty. Do are do is he even known to take penalties? So I think Southgate was really just going for X factor in, in the way he chose the penalty lineup. But I don't know. But before that, too, uh, England uh, again just too defensive. Uh, who played well? Um, I, feel, I feel like a good number of players played well. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody had a master class per se, though. Um, I, I, I truly can't say that. The only... I thought... I, I, well, they didn't have the ball enough. That's the thing. They really had the ball My, very when, much. when I think of England's man of the matches for their team, it, they're all defensive players. And that would be Luke Shaw, Trippier, Kyle Walker. I thought they were. I thought Kyle Walker was a rock back there. Like he was a unit stopping yeah. Emerson, who was doing really well moving up. By the way, I think Emerson won a lot of uh, a lot of hearts this tournament. Um, he's one of their brighter fullbacks. But uh, going back to England, those were my men. You know, man of the match because uh, they held it down, bro. Dis- despite for a set piece play that resulted in Bonucci's goal, they could have had a clean sheet, really, man. Yeah, um, and that, and that was another thing that that Southgate didn't identify when they switched on. Um, uh, they took off Immobile, and and uh, or I'm I'm misremembering. Whoever, whoever no, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They subbed on a fuck, what Cristante. Was his name? Cristante. Yeah, yeah. Who's a lot bigger than Trippier? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was Trippier's assignment. Uh, he just kind of fell. Asleep he kind he kind of just. Uh, Southgate didn't react to that. Yeah. Because they went in for size right away. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he fell asleep on that, got a deflection, and then, you know, that started the whole scramble. But Southgate fell asleep at the wheel. I mean, why was Harry Kane defending the line instead of trying to defend the corner, you know? Yeah. That and just didn't make any sense. That's international football. Like, these little details, you're able to sort out on your club team. You see them daily, you know? It's like at international level. It's such a tough task. So, I mean, that's not me defending Southgate, but that was definitely a, a tactical problem there. Um, yeah. They just, adjustments are, and, and, you know, that was the truth. I thought Southgate had a good tournament as a whole, but he did bottle the final, in my opinion. Yeah, to get, well, to get to the final. It's, it's, it's not, not a full bottle, by the way. It's just, damn, underperformed. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was just a little, I, I hate to say this, but it's just a little spineless. Yeah. The, the way uh, the way yeah. he lined up for the it match. Was after the first goal, you start so well, and then... You capitalize. Yeah, yeah. You go and get your second or third. And, uh, man, just the fact that they were content, you know, I could understand subbing off of, like, man, subbing out Sterling at some point, too, because he was gassed at the end. And, uh, I mean, let's give credit to Italy, though, because we were, we're, we're kind of going on on, uh, on England, but... Uh, Italy, man. Uh, how about uh, how about that guy uh, Federico Chiesa? Oh yeah, what yeah. a player, huh? He's really good, really good. Right. He's their best player in my opinion uh, going forward. In an attacking role? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you can. Immobile had a bad tournament, but as a whole, he's probably a better player off of history. Oh well. I mean, like he's had. Well, he's more established. Way, way more established. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's way, like, like much more experience. But no, Keza, Keza has. He's the best attacking Italian player. You could say even winger, I've seen ever. I don't. Know, he's he's a. Oh that well that's uh no, that's no, bold. 
No, no, for my my I've only been on this earth for twenty five years. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, Cantona, and, and there's a bunch of great players that preceded him, but for, like, the players that I consciously watched since 2010 or, like, 2005, mm-hmm. there hasn't been many great Italian attackers. They're, they've been known more for their they, defenders. They've, yeah, they've never really been uh, uh, spoiled for, for strikers or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like, El Sharari w- was your one of your best wingers for some time. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Well, there was a Camoranese uh, who was really good. Uh, He's all right. He he was really good for a good while. Um, I think he was Uruguayan too, right? Or uh-huh. or Argentinian. It's like one of those. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god, crazy, dude. dude! No, is that okay? <laughs> that was the most bodily oh, goal oh ever. Oh my god, dude. dude! That that you just like speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry again because there was a uh, El Salvador scored long shot. Keeper grazes it to the post and it's dancing on the line. Guy slides in, bounces out, and then uh, keeper's scrambling to try and make a block. Finally, someone bashes it in. <laughs> the guy but that tries Lord. to shoot it in, he looks slides. Like he it. He, yeah. uh, there you go. No, this guy. He, yeah, he slides and it. He tries to. <laughs> he know he's trying to poke it in, but it just so happens to bounce onto the teammate. Three guys, one open net. <laughs> Good lord. That guy just came on, too. Scoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the easiest goal he'll ever see. Uh, Shit. But and, anyways, and he almost bottled it. Yeah, yeah. Going back to Italy, though. <laughs> um, yeah, Chiesa, man. That kid is really sharp. I was I was telling Ernie, joking. His yeah, footwork, like, his work rate. I'd like to see him go to a bigger club. Technique. Bigger club than Juventus. <laughs> oh, meaning that he's got to leave Italy. But uh, I know it probably won't happen. That's a that's tough ask. That's never going to happen, man. You as know, long as he's he, in his prime, that's why I respect uh, Shiro Immobile because he went uh, a few years to Dortmund, did his thing, was a was a top player there, and, and came was back. He? Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was he was always finishing like top three, top four, in terms of scoring when you know Lewandowski and you know a lot of them are there. But right, right. It's, he was up there, you know. Um, but uh, I would like to see Keza do the same. Maybe not Dortmund, but you know a better. Hey, he's club. above Dortmund at this I, point. I can see him play at like a, an Atletico. You know. Um, you know. Any any top club like I, that. I feel like we say this a whole lot, but I can really see him like in a Chelsea shirt. Yeah, well, Chelsea. Chelsea uh, have a history with Italian players, like Zico. They do, they do. Yeah, yeah but I anyway, would, I would probably say uh, wouldn't. Oh no, uh, Federico Zola. That, that was a yeah, guy's yeah. Name. Maybe Zico. uh, Zico's, Zico's Brazilian. Brazilian. Yeah, uh, the the maybe the, the United has their their ties with them as well. Um, hmm. uh, Cantona. Oh, he was French. Oh, he's French. Right? I'm tripping. Yeah. I'm tripping. Um, yeah. Um, well, they had that. You guys had that one guy that was also Italian too. Um, damn, forgetting his name, but he never panned out. He ended up being a bust. Forgetting his name. Yeah, Italians for the most part like to stay within their own confines. Ooh, Graziano Pele. Oh, Graziano Pele. He was a factor. Southampton legend. Uh, you know, there, not not too many of them. Uh, Totti was famously recruited by uh, by everybody, Real Madrid, and he just decided to stay in in Rome. And uh, man, that's I think that's going to be consistent with uh, with Juventus yeah. and holding on to. And Juventus is is a big team. They have history, they yeah. have money, and you know they they have the allure. They're one of like those. Ah, they, they, I wouldn't put him up there with Bayern, Barcelona, and Real Madrid, but just a notch beneath yeah, they're, them. Yeah, no, I think they're yeah. there. But for who they are currently, they're not a serious team right now. 
No, but they'll always be Champions League. They'll always be able to attract top stars. Maybe. I mean, they had they struggled in the league a lot last year, and I don't know. I mean, we're gonna have to see what they do. I don't know if Pirlo is the right manager for that club. They have some bright prospects, but Ju- Juve for me right now, um, they've they've hit their apex for for the moment. You think so? Yeah, I, just, I think they're I think they're just in a bumpy road because of the pandemic and they don't have the finances. Yeah, but well, that's I the thing. I think been, Ronaldo's leaving soon. I think. I think they've been recruiting players too. They, I know. Been, I always see them mentioned. They they've invested well, but they don't spend a lot because they're like you said they're not able to. So they'll either sign players on the cheap or free transfers. I mean, free agents. You know. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, but that's the, that's the truth for most of Italy right now. Nobody's like a big spending club in Italy. But Juve is the one team that could probably do it more than any other club. Well, they're, well I mean, think about it this way. Uh, Bayern Munich uh, offered $80 million for Chiesa, and, and they said no. A- any other Italian club would have fucking grabbed their ankles and taken the cash. <sighs> yeah, probably. So they, they have that kind of pull. Or they, they just know how to... How to negotiate too, you know? Yeah, which is the case for most clubs. Bro. I mean, uh, like City wanted to pay fifty mil for Koulibaly. They're like, no, we want more. So we deaded the talks right there. But I mean, they know how to negotiate. They don't spend much, but they they'll definitely ask for much. Well, uh, Italians. Oh, okay, like I see what you clubs. mean. Well, yeah. well, they know who they're dealing with too. Yeah. I mean, they probably should have taken that money. I don't think Koulibaly's worth that much right now. Mm, yeah, well, <laughs> Napoli didn't have the best season, so yeah. <laughs> exactly so um but yeah man it'll be interesting to see I'd, like i said i'd like to see him leave probably won't happen though but would be cool um but yeah anyway uh yeah kiesa one of uh italy's bright spots he left with an injury in the game but uh you know you know we're gonna see a whole lot of that guy moving forward because yeah but we knew we knew this i mean i'll say like when i watched juventus i've, I've said it like Though you know people will claim Ronaldo this, but I still stand by Chiesa being the best player on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, he just he has legs, you know. He doesn't have the legs Ronaldo used to have. Uh, Ronaldo was a factor back then, but he just he's he can do it all. He creates, he scores, good footwork, pretty clinical as well. And coaches love him. Yeah, he had a couple of shots too that Pickford was able to get out. Uh, so he was dangerous the whole match that all well, the whole time that he was in really. Um, I mean, and we can't go without mentioning that that you know that trifecta in the middle of the park for for Italy. Oh uh, yeah, Jorginho, uh, Verratti, and uh, wait, who was the other guy? Because um, those two always get the lo- the the plaudits. Shit, see here I'm mean, being a casual. Oh, yeah, I don't have it. Locatelli? No. Man, what the fuck is his name? How do I not know this? I got to go back. I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah, those three guys from... Uh, uh, from... Uh, um, Italy. Italy, man. They're they're good. Yeah. Um, what else? What else can we take away? Um... I don't know, man. That's that's pretty much it for for the for the Euro final. Um, again, bad subs by Southgate and Mancini bringing a really good, uh, you know, a really good mentality to the team and a very good wardrobe. 
Oh yeah, well, stylish as always. Did you have you seen a picture of him at, like at the beach or something? Yeah, shredded. Oh, he's yeah, stupid jacked, like shredded. Yeah, I mean for a for I think he's in his mid fifties. Gray hair, but yeah, stupid jacked. Yeah, nice just, tan. You know, he takes care of himself. Just lean. Yeah, and uh, something for us to all aspire to in our mid fifties. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Yeah, that's not the life of an average man. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's there training with the guys too, probably doing his own like side little yeah. weightlifting. And I was, I was saying, remember? Well, I don't know if I was watching it with you. I think I, I was, or maybe we were watching replays. But it's like, yo, like, Mancini has no beer belly whatsoever. Like he's like just stupid mm-hmm. flat, just, jacked, just lean. You know? Yeah, yeah, man, that's uh, for real. But then I, we we're just like, man, Luis Enrique is not too far behind either. Yeah, he's probably just as lean, just yeah. as a uh, shredded too. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Europeans. Well, Luis is not as far removed from his professional career as Mancini probably is. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, either way, man. I mean. You know, it's it's not unusual as you get older to get, you know, to get that beer belly. And I mean, you figure that that as professional athletes, they don't really stop eating like they probably do. Yeah. And I think they they have access to good quality food over there. Yep, exactly. As uh, Alexis mentioned to us. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah. uh, moving on from the Euros, uh, well, let's talk about the penalties because I feel like we've kind of glossed over that. Uh, three to two, it ends. Pickford makes two good saves. He was I, he was as good as he could be, in my opinion. I think Pickford had an excellent match. He, he could have, yeah, he could have even blocked a few more. Like, I think there were some that he was just a f- inches off, you know. But um, yeah, he had a good tourney, and uh, he impressed a lot of people. I'll say. Kane had a great penalty. Maguire mm. just rocketed to the top corner. Maguire is the best for sure. He broke a camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, it was uh, just a hell of a strike, man. Like, that's how you do it, you know? Kane's was close to being blocked. I but it was, it was, like, very tight into the, you know... Yeah, and he hit it with a good amount of power, so... So, yeah, it was very, very well-placed and, you know, with the, with the good amount of power... Italy, I think, uh, yeah, Pickford saved the first pen. Then uh, Italy scored their next two. And then up came uh, Rashford, who, again, was subbed on for, for penalties. You know, the idea of subbing on someone for penalties doesn't make any sense to me. I hope this is the end of that. Because like, we've seen it before. And, you know, sometimes it works out mm-hmm. fine. But the idea to sub someone on, um, you have Jordan Henderson, who's... He was he was bad by the way, that dude's a he waste. He was just he was, well, waste of a it, I think a lot of it came down to uh, to Southgate's tactics, and a lot of it came to was like oh well, you're gonna put this guy in fucking 15 minutes in to the I, end of the match before the end of the match. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? The fact that we saw more Henderson than Sancho speaks a lot for me in this whole tournament. I mean, yeah, it, it's a it's a travesty and, and that's the one problem with the English national team and the FA is that there are favorites Mount like you say shouldn't have played as much as he did there, there are the specific favorites whether it is because they come from a background or if they just came through all the youth ranks they love that I don't know but yeah that's one thing I didn't like about that favoritism but going back to your penalty thing I think there's a, a right place to do it you when you got the right favoritism? players uh, well, for players like Hendo to get all the playing time that that he got, he didn't have a, a particularly good season to warrant that call up. Um, but but this is the problem that I was encountering though, because I was like, okay, well then who do you call up? There's not that many great English mids that play that more passive, you know, Michael Carrick role, you know, that that kind of uh, 
just a you know, a true midfielder. Everybody wants to be a Grealish, Foden, Madison, you know, now. So that's probably why Hendo got called. So, But I thought he saw too much of the pitch, you know. Uh, but going back to your penalties thing, I, I think there is a right time to sub on for penalties because sometimes you had to just just have better finishers on the on the on the bench. But I don't know if he necessarily did. Uh, he brought on Rashford, who Rashford was pretty good at penalties. Yeah, and he but he missed, but, you know. But, but okay, so you're gonna bring on Rashford at the end of the match strictly for penalties, but you're so caught up in the idea that you might play penalties that you're not thinking. You're like, hold on, Bonucci, Chiellini, as good as they've been. Wow, what a goal! Oh shoot, that was nice. Yeah. As good as as good as they've been, they must have been tired as shit. Yeah. Why don't you throw on? And Sterling was tired. Why don't you throw in Rashford or Sancho, and make them run, make those spread those guys out, mm-hmm. take out Kane. Kane was obviously. Not working with that midfield, controlling a lot of the possession, and uh, Kane's, and in uh, I, I feel I feel like Kane had a great first half, by the way, because he he was able to get on possession, he was able to open up, to link up, um, but with with Italy's midfield controlling possession, yeah, put in either a midfielder, uh, put on first of all Grealish a lot sooner, so you you stop playing with with uh, with two wide players and you bring one on centrally. Pull back uh, mounts, um, pull back mounts, uh, uh, whatever position he is, and put on Grealish to be the X factor to go either left or right, yeah. spread the field because he did that right away, mm-hmm. and he's done that every match he's played in, uh, and uh, throw on uh, Sancho or or Calvert Lewin even. Calvert Lewin should have seen much more play as well, much more, um, and that's the thing that there's not many strikers that can win a game on their own. But Harry Kane, for me, is not one of those strikers anyways. Um, so, yeah, I would have subbed him off earlier. Um, in a game like that, I don't think it, it was beneficial for him the way that, that uh, Italy was playing. You want to put in players that are, are quicker on their feet, that are going to try to beat their man 1v1. Um, Kane's a better possessive player, and he's a smart player. But I, I just didn't think, yeah, I would have subbed him off myself. But, you know, that's that's England's poster boy. He, he can do no wrong. He'll never be subbed off. So he's he's their guy at the end of the day. So I see why it didn't happen. But, you know, it's all like we're just pointing at little minor issues at this point. You know, that could have been the difference in a game that was decided by penalties. And a game that ultimately came down to two young men, Rashford and, and Saka, and they, they couldn't convert, you know. Well, Rashford's penalty, you know, he does that stupid you know Hesitation. that stupid run up, you know, takes a million steps, doesn't plant his feet correctly, bites the ball. He doesn't even get like full contact. Yeah, and uh, strikes it into the post. Uh, at that point, uh, I think England would have been up, right? I think they would have yeah, tied. They, no, they would have been. Uh, they would have been a uh, three to two at that point. Oh really? Yeah. Because I then Saka misses after, right? No, uh, Sancho comes up. You know, oh yeah, and then uh, he takes like the most nonchalant pen, right? Right. <laughs> you know, and and let's give credit to Donnarumma. He, yeah, he did his thing. He did his thing. He he blocked it. He did what he had to do, and then Saka again, same location, just left footed. Donnarumma again blocks it, and uh, that's all she wrote, man. Three to two, Italy wins. 
Yeah. Fucking Pickford could have had like the most iconic celebration doing the doing yeah. the Italian uh I don't even know, like the chef kiss. The, the hand gesture. The man. hand gesture. And he could have done like the whole walk off thing, but it mm. wasn't meant to be, man. And uh yeah, credit to Italy. They were they were pretty dominant in every game that they played. Yeah. Well, Italy, except the the Spain one, I guess. I just I feel like they just they know when to. They're like bo- like a boxer that knows when to counter, and they, you know they they do that very well because they never really dominated a team for me or blew them out of the water. You know, Belgium created loads of chances against them too. I mean, what can you do? That's Italy's trademark. They're just good at defense. As, as much as people say that they're not a defensive team anymore, they still are clearly. They they can do it when they need to. And, um, yeah, it's a testament to them and, and credit to Mancini and his streak. Um, man, can only can only respect that, you know, even though I wasn't rooting for them, but, you know. Yeah, Mancini's your guy, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. The guy has a – he's not the most consistent manager. He's also uh, not the most pleasant character at times to, to work with or deal with from reports and just from experience of watching the team. But – he has a knack for just breaking some crazy records or, you know, City hadn't won a title in uh, 38 years. He comes to wins their first Premier League title. And now doing this with Italy, that's impressive for sure. I think he's going to go down as one of the their best managers, you know, ever. For Italy? Yeah, yeah. Just one of the best Italian managers that have come out in this era. Obviously, Ancelotti is up there. He's probably the guy. You know, he's up there with the Ranieri's, um, Sarri's, you know. Conte? Conte will, will end up there. Probably is already there, you know. But um, Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, he's going to join that, that elite list of, of great Italian managers. Yeah, and then in the end of everything, uh, uh, Donnarumma gets, it gets the uh, player of the tournament, mm-hmm. which is kind of kind of crazy for a keeper to get i think it was the first time right it yeah i didn't i didn't really like it but it is what it is you know um, oh you don't really care for him huh no 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 it's not even about that it's just like bro like there is better goalkeepers than you in this tournament they just didn't get to play as much as you did and didn't win a, a shootout but wait what there there were there were better keepers than him in this tournament that didn't play that didn't play all the way to this point to the final. Oh, I see. Yeah. What you so mean. like when you go like the whole tournament, but not not if you want to say this game in particular. Um, but there there is. I feel like I well Pickford obviously had more had seen more shots so. Even he, Pickford, he had a yeah. better game. I know he like, he had a couple of really good saves. Yeah. Like the first the first save with Chiesa, and then on the on that play where uh, where uh, where Bonucci scored. Uh, there was a header or a shot or something that Pickford stretched out to save. Yeah, well, yeah. Right before that. Yeah, and it and just kind no of really talks about that. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I think there was like another save or two, like a couple of shots. And Pickford had an amazing match. He had a great tournament. You got to give him credit for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, and that's my point. But uh, you know, I don't know if there's any other Italian player you could have given it to as well. So I guess it makes sense, but. I, I don't like that when you, you just... Because he wasn't the player of the tournament for me. I, I think Sterling deserved it more. Um, and if you want to go deeper, other players, you know, like um, uh, Chick or Ronaldo or, you know, Lukaku, 
you know, there's players that had better tournaments, but if they're going to reduce it to just a final, then I can see well, that. I mean, winning the tournament always gives you, like, a, an extra boost. And I don't think it, it should be that way, and that's, that's the point I, that I'm trying I guess to make. So. But, I mean, because then you're, I mean, there's players that are better and had a better performance. They just didn't happen to play on the champion team, you know? Um and there wasn't a player that blew me away. If I, I would have felt more comfortable giving it to Keza, by the way, um, who throughout the tournament was a, a menace, you know. Yeah, that's and, true. And Donnarumma was just as good as any other keeper for me, so it's my problem. But I think they gave it to him just based on you know the the penalty saves. I think that he that's had. what it was. It's a recency, you know. Well, not not just the penalties in the final. He he saved another penalty in the. Another penalty or two, I think. Against Spain, right? I think out of ten penalties. <laughs> He blocked four. That's pretty good. That's a good rate for a keeper. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, but there's other keepers that can do that. You know, Simon was was on route for that, yeah. too. And he had saves throughout the tournament. But, again, I don't think I, – I personally also don't think he should have won it. <laughs> he, I think he's still a top keeper. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And he's uh, young, too. He's going to be in, there, in the business for a while. He's only yeah. 22. Feels like he's been around for a good while. And keepers tend that, to yeah. come up like it – start coming up in their mid – 20s or so he got his debut at 16 for milan and i remember this i was like oh shit you know i've always been of the opinion and this is gonna sound kind of salty that he was propped up too early and he he's just kind of like the golden boy of of italy because of that because they they really want him to be the next buffon who also got his start very young yeah, Luigi. yeah but you know when you win you're winning stuff like this i mean maybe there's some truth truth to it um but I, I don't know we'll see how his, his career pans out you know it'll be very interesting he has a brother as well who's not as good but he's also playing in italy so yeah yeah um i mean every country is gonna prop up everybody they've got right like no matter no matter who they are like last week i was just talking about uh uh jj macias you know if i was a you know mexico affiliated i wouldn't fucking give a shit right Mm-hmm. So we we all tend to do that with our own, you know. There, there's there's a lot of nationalism with with, uh, with players, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think. Um, otherwise, you know. Otherwise, uh, what's the point? You know, what's the point of fandom if you can't prop up your own guys? You know what I mean? Yeah. You look at you look at uh, Cancelo the same way. Well, probably not the same way, but like in a similar light that I look at someone like uh, Carvajal or. Or Lucas Vasquez or something, right? Right. But anyway, uh, congratulations to Donnarumma, who's a great young player, great keeper. Uh, not sure I agree with it. It could have gone to either one of the midfielders or, like you said, Chiesa. Or somebody else, too. I mean, the, 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 a lot of players have great tournaments, but the whole drenching yourself in glory thing is is, is, is very overstated in the sports world. Um, that's just how it is. You know, someone someone with the best record that wasn't necessarily the best player is gonna get Yeah, Ruben you know, Diaz. Textbook yeah. example. Yeah, exactly. Although he was he was amazing. He was he's great. But you know, it's you it's tough you, to you give it to a defender. It doesn't it doesn't Yeah, and that's how I feel about giving yeah. it to a keeper and like, even more so, yeah. Yeah, so like Harry Kane should have been player of the season really. But then like it's like oh he it's he's like a team that bounced out of the first round, so he's not gonna get the plaudits, right? Yeah. yeah. So, it's tough, you know. And I, I said when when this shit happened, I was like, oh, Kane should have got player this season. But I feel uh, like as far as the tournament goes, 
there is like a minimum amount of of play that you have to get. And I don't know if that's the the knockout round or the round of 16 where that should occur. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But but there has to be a threshold. Okay, you you have to be able to play more than because you can play lights out for the group stages and still get kicked out. It's like okay, well right, that right. that all amounted to fuck all. Can you make it to the knockout round and you know that's all right. So you play great up till then and then you lose. Mm-hmm. Is that really a great tournament? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, and that's that's when we go into the fact about the team sport versus individual thing as well. You need a team to win. Yeah. Um, you can just be yourself and excel, but um, that's that's another thing as well, like. Um, you know, it's it's hard to reduce teams to one player, but sometimes a player is so good that it's undeniable, and that's what I think. You know, merits a player of the tournament. You have to be undeniably good, and I don't know if Donnarumma was. And I I say like from a nationalistic perspective, it's just Italy wants their their next Buffon so bad, you know, um, that they they're gonna definitely you know prop him up like that. It's yeah, not that's true. Because Buffon, above everybody else, is is more of a symbol at this point. Well, yeah, he's he's their best keeper ever. Probably you could even say one of the one of the best keepers ever. You know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be outrageous to say. Mm. Um. Uh. Another thing, and this is like player of the seat or the tournament sort of thing. Uh. Uh. Pedri got player, the young player of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very well deserved. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, th- he I thought great. he was amazing. Yeah, there's no he's the, complaints. He's the next there. Iniesta. And there's a lot of comparisons, huh? Yeah. I think we should uh, stop. That's with good that. company. That's that's good. It's company. great company for sure. But I think that's where it should well, stop. Uh, when Iniesta's former teammates are saying it, yeah, I'll I'll drink the tea. <laughs> yeah, you it's know. a lot of pressure to give to an 18 year old. Yeah, but. We we clearly saw that the pressure didn't amount to anything against that cat. Played that tournament like it was his third Euro, you know, no no problem. By the way, I think Kyle Walker was England's player of the tournament. Hmm. I my don't opinion quite agree with that. I I'd have to give it to uh, Harry Kane. Mount Mount Mount. Uh, I was gonna say Harry Kane. Really? <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. I I thought Sterling. Um, Luke Shaw, Kyle Walker, those three are the guys that really... Manchester put England on the map this season, or this Euros, I should say. The city of Manchester, you know, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire were rocks. Kyle Walker, Sterling were rocks. Foden was good in in his cameos, which is... Maguire was really good too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Harry Maguire, he's... That's what I'm saying. Manchester did their thing. And Stones too, while we're at it. Stonesy. Because they only had two goals against them all... Had, for me, had the best defense, and and sh- I'm, t- I'm saying, talk about shitty goals, bro. I mean, the Bonucci goal, yeah, fuck it, it went in, but man, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like a when you goal. get beat, like the way that uh, Mertens or or you know, Insigne scored against Belgium and stuff, like it's like okay, man, those are golazos, you know, finesse. But when you fucking uh, you're just scoring like a little shit house tapping, uh, well, and then uh, he does like the mouth celebration. Like, I'm like, wait, why are you doing that? What, what is that? What does that really mean? Okay, and uh, and uh, that that actually leads me to another thing that kind of bothered me. Okay, so England's thing is it's coming home. It's coming. Did, did home. We, did, I, did I talk about this last week about why we say it's coming home? No, no. Or why they say it's coming home? Because football was yeah comes from England, right? Well, okay, yeah. Um. So the so Bonucci. Uh, Right at right yeah. when they score the penalties, 
Oh, uh, it's coming. It's coming Rome. It's coming to Rome. Yeah, yeah. So it's a play on on you know on it's coming home, and then everybody on social media is eating it up. It's like, yeah. All right, guys. Let's. Yeah. I don't know, man. Tone it's, it down a little bit. It's dumb. It's just people have always taken that to mean like uh, kind of like um, arrogance by English like fans. possession over yeah. over football itself. Yeah, and it's like that's my reasoning behind it, but also um, you know. That's kind of the, the, the humor that English fans have. They realize they haven't won a, a trophy in, what is it, 55 or more yeah, years? At, the, at, the, at this point, they say it ironically. Ironically, and people are, are so thick that they can't understand that. But fair enough, you know. I think England has the best banter. England has the best chance. And it does go over people's heads a lot, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was funny to see that. And, yeah, honestly... I could see how some teams would take it that way as well, you know? Yeah. Um, it's corny, but uh, whatever. Uh, you know, you're, you're talking shit. It's coming to Rome. It's coming to Rome. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, Italy bro. Italy just doesn't win games. They they, they snake through. They, 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 yeah. It's always penalties. It's always fuck. And this is, this is my anger coming out now. Yeah, yeah. Because in the World Cup... 2006. Oh yeah. Where uh, they resorted to, to racism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Materazzi. Uh, we we can't let that go unnoticed. That it was it was racist. It was misogynistic. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was degrading for Zidane to hear that about his his own family. Yeah. And and he exploded, and and then they still have to go to penalties. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, and I think in in the '90 World Cup when. Uh, and the was it ninety fuck? Uh, I, I'm misremembering. I think, but again, it, it's like another thing. They, they they just kind of happen to win, and uh, you know, it's just shitty. It's shitty to see. Yeah, and, and then let's with their fans. They're like, "What happened? I thought England was gonna win, right?" Hey, and uh, let, let, let's let's go off on Italy fans. Uh, they only uh, go because of the history. They see the stars and they think, "Oh, oh, that team has to be good, right?" Uh, tell, tell tell me where Belotti plays. Uh, T- tell me you know about Bastoni. Yeah. Tell me you tell know, me you know about Spinatola. Come on, man. Even Chiesa. I'm sure they didn't know about Chiesa. No. I'm sure the, uh, all those guys are like, oh, Ronaldo this, Ronaldo that. I was like, oh, Chiesa. That is a thing, too, by the way. Oh, or like, Chiesa. Italy okay, doesn't here. have, like, stars, you know? They, and they had no stars. Not one. Like, for you to say that Chiesa is their best player, you know, they have uh, uh, Jorginho, who's on the peripheries. At Chelsea, mm-hmm. uh, Verratti, who's wasted a bunch of his career at PSG. Yeah, uh, I think their biggest star really is Donnarumma, and that's because he he came out at such a young age that you it, know it's we, just, we see all, him as this huge talent. I think everybody they're just all even because Chiellini and Bonucci like they're also like very well and re- they're respected. And as many years as they've been playing, they've both only played one World Cup. As old as they are, I know that just kind of lets you know, you know Italy. That is. lets you know. Who they are? I mean, so it's they don't have stars, yeah, and they never operate off of one guy. And the closest they got this this year, I I think, in my opinion, is Kiesa because Kiesa was making that engine go. Oh yeah, he without, he without became a, a star. Of his, without a, without a lot of his runs and and directness, he's got a lot of uh, a lot of Foden in him. Tricky, quick, um, uh, technical, dangerous. At, at a lot of times, and you he's know. pale, and yeah, he can 
yeah, Kiesa speaks really good English, by the way. <laughs> um, Go figure. But anyway... Um, Better than Serginho Dest? Probably. Sheesh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, Italy, they, they don't rely on stars. So moving on from the Euros, it was a great tournament, by the way. I, th- I feel like it was better than the past World Cup, and it was definitely better than the Euro final from before. Uh, so yeah, it was it was great, and uh, you know we'll see we'll see you guys again in three years, right? Yeah. Hopefully we still exist at that point. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully by then we're still, uh, you know, not experiencing these experiencing these COVID uh, fucking protocols. That too. Yes. Yeah. We'll do it live from there. Yeah, hopefully. The bottle yeah. soccer talk episode number yeah, seven hundred. We'll be whatever. somewhere in Hollywood and sitting out on a table. I'll just be like, uh, Phil Foden's the best player in the in the world. Prove me wrong. Like or, just have people debate us. And then oh yeah, or yeah. Uh, or the and then the next week goes, yeah, so uh, Phil Foden gets his first ballon d'or. Fuck. <laughs> Oh no, you would love that. That uh, I think it could happen, but it's it's so it's such a. I think he's that type of player. It's an inf- it's in its infancy right now, but I love watching it, the the progression he's what he's been doing is. Sure, sure, sure. I sure. think uh, in the World Cup he's gonna be, hopefully used more, and then I think the following tournament. Well, from hopefully there, Southgate's not there. Yeah, hopefully Scott Parker or or, <laughs> or Gary Monk or somebody fucking hell, Graham Potter, save us. Pep Guardiola. Ah, uh, imagine, dude. Ah, uh, man, they, they'll build a statue for that fuck in 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 England, bro. If he wins them some shit. I think they're. Weren't they gonna uh, knight uh, Gareth uh, Southgate and Kane and Sterling? Yeah. Now it's like to the guillotine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ah, fucking hell. No, that's France. Um. Hey, my boy Stu Holden. That's right. Uh, but yeah, man. Enough about the Euros. They stunk. You sure? <laughs> nah, nah. It was pretty good. I just, I'm just salty that the team I was, that I picked didn't win. But uh, well, I, yeah, I picked England from the get go. Besides France, of course. Uh, you know, France was the easy favorite. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I picked a uh, I picked England. I picked. Uh, I was almost right. I think that's part of that's part of why I'm kind of annoyed. Uh, so fuck, man, I wasn't right. Yeah. Uh, Copa America, Copa America final. Oh, that was a that was a belter as well. That was a good one. It was a good battle. Uh, one mistake by the Brazilian defense and Di Maria capitalizes on a good ball and just, you know, dinks it into the back of the net over Ederson like a shooting star. Back of the net. That's all. It's the only goal of the game. Boring. <laughs> uh, Brazil, man. Uh, there was moments where they looked really good. They would generate like an attack. And then for too long, Argentina would 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 impose themselves, not really not really in a way where they were going to score, but Argentina little by little were kind of taking over, kind of doing their thing. Uh, I mean, guys like Montiel, who fucked that guy, by the way. Uh, 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 Rodrigo de Paul. He's like a Sevilla type of dude, huh? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We'll have some transfer rumors for on Sevilla sure. later. And that's maybe um, a guy they can go for. Rodrigo De Paul, who again yeah. is on your transfer. He's a La Liga sure. guy now. 
Uh, Great turning for him. Him, yeah, he's another one of those guys that's going to just fuck you up the whole match. Otamendi was... Hey, was, man, what a what a, a turning from him, man. Uh, he was their best defender, in my opinion. Um, you know, Neymar was on the ground. He picked him up like a child. I was like, yo. <laughs> it was like nothing, right? Yeah. He like, stood right up. <laughs> he just curled him, bro. Basically, like, he just took his whole body weight and just like, all right. I was like, yo. <laughs> Are they testing for PEDs in, at Porto? Because, dearie me. <laughs> Calmado, hey, calmado. Yeah, hey, What's man. going on there, huh? Hey, Ruben Diaz could do that. So, I mean, he did it to another man by his neck. So, <laughs> fucking. Um, yeah, but uh, Argentina had a lot of influence over the match. Surprisingly enough, Messi had a stinker. Ah, he was he was like whatever. He was lukewarm. He was lukewarm, but um. Well, he almost bottled it. Well, Harry Kane does that from time to time, well, right? Well, Harry Kane we, had four goals. Yeah, and Messi had that many too, I think, if not more. True, yeah. Messi had played more assists too. So you tell me. Hey, he's nah, a player. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's, he's a player. But I don't know. I wouldn't say he had a stinker, but it was funny that, like, in a finals game, you'd expect him to step up more, but they, I think Brazil did a great job on just closing in on him. And they forced the other guys to perform, you know? Uh, you know... Lautaro is, is a is a cheeky character. I mean, his acclaim is only growing in that team. And, and yeah, I thought Angel Correa deserved a spot, by the way. He didn't get called up. I probably would have taken off Aguero because he did fuck all this tournament. <laughs> but, you know. He just doesn't have the legs anymore, man. Nah, nah. But he's he's there for the vibes and kind of like a privileged thing. But I think that's his last tournament with them. Oh, I, th- I think there, yeah, there's some respect out. that you have to give him. Yeah. There's some respect that you have to give Aguero, like, that's, that's cool, man. Mm, Let's yeah, I know, but, you know, on performance and on what you do on the pitch, there, there's some merit there, too. Well, he didn't away play at spot. all. For them, for them to call him up, they didn't play. Or he didn't play, so it was like... He well, hardly played, yeah. He yeah, did play so a what little are you doing bit, here? <laughs> you know? In the group stages. But, I mean, for the season. Like, he had, they had no reason to call him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing, yeah. And that's what's fucked. Like, uh, there's players who actually did something, you know, this season that are Argentine. Well, like you said, Correa. Yeah, well, that's one guy. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the easy replacement. Yeah. Even if you're not going to give him playing time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like you said, there is there is that respect. And, and Aguero's part of the team that last won some kind of tournament for, for Argentina. So, it's only right. And, yeah. Um, happy for Argentina. Was actually rooting kind of more for Brazil. I thought Neymar did everything he could, man. He he really left it out. He played so good. Every time he would like get ahead of steam, and he would run through two, three players at a time. Yeah. At the very end, I I forgot who it was. I want to say it was either Vinicius or uh, somebody got in his way. Paqueta or no, it was uh, or or maybe uh, Gabigol. He dribbled past like three or four players. Yeah, and then Gabi Neymar, was like, let see, me defend him. You could see like right in his, like, I, I don't know. I was watching, I was like, oh, this dude is like, he's going to take it the whole fucking way. Yeah. And then he gets past somebody, and then one of the Brazil players crosses through, takes the ball. It might have been Firmino, too. And I'm like, what the Fermented. fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Well, they're like, if these Argentine dudes aren't going to defend, I will damn near. God damn it. He's got to get defender of the, of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheesh. Damn, these commercials got me. Febreze. Febreze. Yeah, they know what they're doing, man. Shit, they know damn well what they're doing. Anyway, uh, yeah, hi. 
Um, oh, uh, no. He ruined Frey. it. He absolutely he ruined, ruined it. You're ruining it. Ah, uh, that's a classic. <laughs> but, but anyway. Yeah. Fucking uh, Emmy Martinez, by the way. What a tournament from him and a great final. He was a better keeper for me than uh, Gianluigi Donnarumma. I thought he had a great tournament. And it, Mira know, que te como, hermano. Yeah, that was legendary. Well, that's not humble, though. We uh, we don't like that. I'm just saying, like, uh, after, after uh, you know, Pickford's uh, Italian gesture, that could that should have been it, man. Yeah. The, that, 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 to me, is more than, uh, the, but, than the thrust from, from Emmy. Uh, that was pretty grimy, too. But, uh, you know, Messi fans will tell you, like, the humble, the humble ones win. So that's why it didn't work for England. Pickford wasn't humble. That's karma, bro. Uh, sure <laughs> Messi fans are love Something about that Yeah uh, So it's It's Messi's first International glory Argentina uh, And I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they played Like fucking Three Copa Americas In a row or something So he had enough tries Let's not Let that go unnoticed I gotta well, say it One was Copa, Copa America Centenario so. it? But, but it counted Just the same yeah, I guess. And, uh, you know, you get that many tries, fucking got to make one happen, right? Uh, well, let me just say on behalf of Messi fans, how many Ballon d'Ors, though? And how many is he going to win this year's off the strength? You lead La Liga in goals, assists. You win yeah, a major. I think he's due for the seventh one. <sighs> he's got to be the front runner, right? <sighs> That's what that's that's been the question by everybody, and I, I have to agree. I have to say, he's been the best player right now. I mean, you're not gonna give it to Conte over him or whoever the fuck Chelsea fans are trying to tell you. I'm not having that. If Harry Kane played for Conte? Chelsea, no. yeah, yeah, no. If Harry, if Harry Kane played for Chelsea and had those stats, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm hearing you because he won Champions League, got to a final with his nation. But he plays at Tottenham though, so. He's up there maybe on the short list right now. I think Messi's by and large the guy. He won one trophy at least with Barca. Kane's going to be top three though, right? He's up there. Lewandowski might, might be up there. I was going to say Lewandowski's probably yeah. two or three as well. Uh, yeah, Harry Kane's up there possibly. I don't see anybody else other than those three players. Uh, I think Benz is, is close. Um, Benz will get a top ten spot. Yeah. Has KDB's up there, but he missed too much of the season. I don't think so. He's gonna make top ten for sure. Think so? Easy, easy. He at the end of the day, no matter how much time you miss, the last year when you ask you, Ke- when you ask Kevin people who's the best midfielder, and unanimously Kevin De Bruyne, and wins. that's true. Yeah, yeah. But as far as play goes, and as far as the season, this past year's not been his best. And he still managed to keep a high level on, in well, little amount num- of games. Numbers-wise, yeah. But but if we're looking at how he's playing, I, I don't feel like he had a great tournament. We, we talked about this last week. I don't feel like he had a great tournament uh, for, for the Euros. But, but he did. Numbers-wise, maybe. But <laughs> I, I don't think he played in, all that in, great. In limited and he numbers. was injured. He's, he was injured. Like, so that's not even a knock against him. Right, right. But that's like, it's crazy because he, a lot of people will tell you he had a great tournament in, in the little time he had. Uh, you know, but I, I get where you're coming that's from. I think Manchester he just, City Twitter. No, no, it's, it's a, a world football Twitter. 
It's not. It's not united. It's not united. Well, I I go on Reddit. Oh, okay. And uh, I didn't see anyone really speaking high praises. Well, Reddit again is not a bad thing. Reddit's a gatekeeping uh, app, so well, I mean, you're on you're on Twitter, right? I'm on everything really, except Reddit. What's everything? Because uh, I, I I haven't heard anybody because I go on Twitter too. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't heard anybody really being objective. And Squawka, saying that. Squawka, who doesn't represent Man City, mm-hmm. uh, put out a tweet with that he had the most chances created. Yeah, and those um, are chances created, and those can those but can he, be but concentrated. He had a bad tournament, though. You're saying so. I, that's why I, I, said, I don't. I don't no, see I didn't it. say he had a bad tournament. I oh, said that he he on, didn't man. play all that great for his level. And that's, a, like that's the problem with De Bruyne is that he sets the, the bar so high, you know, you, you're breaking assist Okay, but records. you're not looking at this objectively. You're and looking I, at this through Manchester City glasses. And maybe you're looking at it through, through anti-Manchester City glasses. No, because that's what's because, happening. No, because yeah. when we talk about, when we talk the season, and, and, I've, and I listen to every episode, we talk about Manchester City a whole lot, and I'm very, I'm actually very um, positive about Manchester City. Well, so you have no other I, option. I don't want to hear it. They're at they're three out of four. Three right. out of four and titles. If, and if I wanted to be, and if I wanted to be negative about them, I wouldn't yeah. talk about them as much. And I watch their games, so I, I do, I'm not anti Manchester City. So well, you're not you going to get that yeah. from me. You, you, there's no nothing for you to bite at. You know, there's nothing that you <laughs> for you to bite at in your position as a United supporter. Well, there's levels. You know, again, and and I'm I'm not being biased. So for me, if I wanted to be biased, I would be like, uh, it's like me saying we talk about Madrid a lot because we do. I'm not going to. I have no problem well, with it. And well, when I disagree, when, we when disagree. We talk about, when we, what I'm saying is when we talk about City games mm-hmm. is we go into detail. Right. We don't really go into a lot of details with a bunch with of Hitafe other clubs. Or, you know, right. West Brom. Or, but, right. But, I get it. But engagement wise. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of engagement is for City. Well, and, they're the um, best team in England. Yeah. And yeah. have been for the most of the decade, I'd say. So they are the best team. For, for a good portion of it. It's like when you and, talk about Madrid and Barcelona, right? Right, but I'm not going to be... But I'm going to be very objective and I'm going to be very uh I mean, you're out here saying Modric, Modric is one of the best midfielders in the world. I don't agree with and you. And he is. You're telling me Sergio Ramos is one of the best defenders in the world. And, and he most is. Most people will tell you he's not. Most. But most, yeah, yeah. And, I think, and this is where you don't realize that we all have a team PSG's, to go for. PSG's people signed Ramos for what? On the free? No, no, no. I mean, for for what though? Why would why would they get Ramos? They're they're aspiring to Champions League, right? Right, right. And, and, it's, and it's, they're it's on the It's legal, and I'm not. Right, but I'm, I'm not taking but, it serious. But as far as Champions League goes, because that that for them that's their goal. They right. don't care about uh, League One. They want him for a reason. Yeah, he's not going to change your season around though. You're not depending on that. It's for depth. No, he's gonna start. Marquinhos is better than him, and you're not gonna agree. Maybe, with maybe. and and but, but that's Marquinhos, my point. But Marquinhos is a top defender. You see, see what you're doing is you're comparing him to a top defender. And that, and and you claim he's a top defender. He I is. don't think he is anymore. But well, and you look at his age, and that's what you're is, gonna. And this and is the topic I'm trying that. to touch at is that you have your own biases too. We all do. You're you're a Madrid supporter. Clearly, you're gonna say that. And I, think, I don't expect I think you to most say people otherwise. will tell you that Ramos is. A, a great no, defender. Not today, not today, bro. Today he is. He's washed. He's washed. Let's but you be don't honest. watch him. He missed. He missed. A, you he missed a good him. portion of the season. But you don't watch. I him. I don't watch football. Yeah, I don't watch football at all. When did I say that? Well, no, you're saying I don't watch it, right? Well, so you I'm, don't I'm watch also, them. I, I purposely do not watch any Madrid matches. Then, by by your standard, the way you're looking at Whoa, things, do you? Well, I mean, obviously I do, right? Because I I was there when when City beat them. You well, know, you're so, watching the City game. 
Oh, it's a Madrid game as well. Right. Yeah. So okay, I, I watch Madrid so, so games anyways. About, so you, you, yeah, that's what you're, you're you're referring to a city match. Yeah. But I, I what could I'm also, saying yeah, is, yeah. if you were to watch it, you would be able to tell that the guy is fucking good still. No, I I don't agree with you there, man. And and this is the problem with people is that they see an so illustrious he's trash. career. He's mediocre. He's not trash. So, but mediocre, mediocre is trash. Mediocre man. Come is, on, man. Uh, is average. Uh, no, average is average. Mediocre is below average. Well, I don't, I don't have the Oxford Dictionary, but it's around the same area. He's not elite like you're trying to make him out to sound. And that's my point is that we all have our biases. And for you, to come, at, for you to come at me, like I have city biases. Obviously, it's the team I support. You have your biases, too. I, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not realistic, though. Um, and, and, but, and I am. But, well, you're saying that Kevin De Bruyne's team of the season, right? Well, he's one of the best midfielders in the team of the world. tournament. Well, I, I didn't pick him for team of the tournament, but because uh, he had a short tournament. But for you to say he had a bad tournament, that's not right. that's not true either. And he you didn't did say good, that, he didn't have way. a good tournament, is what I said. So what is it then? He didn't have a good tournament. And so what does that mean? It's the same thing as saying is he had a bad tournament. Um, no, he had a he had a whatever tournament. It was right. it was it was okay. All I wasn't right. wild. He was injured. Like I said, he was injured. No, and that's a problem. Regardless if he was injured, the, the numbers he put up in the time he played, mm-hmm. the, the game-changing moments when, when Belgium couldn't find a way to score, he created the chance. And he created loads of chances. But, I mean, like, you're supposed to convince me that he had a bad tournament. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, don't, I guess he set the standard that, hard for, that high for himself, I should say. That, like, if he doesn't have, like, 10 assists, 8 goals a tournament, he's, he's bad now. I don't know. But we know I don't judge players off of that, right? I don't. That's not how I'm looking at it. I guess it, it's it's a it's a it's a varying rubric, I guess. But um, yeah, I guess I don't know if we're still talking about Euros, but we kind of uh, veered we're, off. So there. we're talking about um, Messi and uh, oh, we were talking about the uh, Ballon d'Or, Ballon d'Or, yeah. and the and the short list yeah. that no one's going to win except Messi this season. So it's a moot point at this. At this stage, um, yeah, it's undeniable. I think Messi's due for the seventh one, uh, and uh, congratulations—he finally fucking gets international glory. Um, enough tries, like I said, and um, does this solidify him as the best of all time? Um, I don't like. I don't watch too much football, but I would say like from the <laughs> Man, exterior. Man, you take that too personally because I never said that. From the exterior, I would say that he. It didn't take an international trophy for me to think he's the best player, and for whoever needed that to to solidify it, probably watches too much football. Um, um. But you know, for me, he was already the best. I don't think he could have been from North Macedonia. What he's done on the pitch speaks for itself. It doesn't matter who, who he plays for at the international level. The records that he's set, I don't see them getting broken. And the, the fact that that man's going to get the seventh Ballon d'Or is a testament to that. So, you know, from my perception, I should say. I think, um, I think, I think whatever, whatever player he was was already set in stone. Um, I mean, we don't need. We didn't need. Uh, he carried Argentina the last whatever tournaments they played four or five, six tournaments. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. It was kind of cool to see everybody crowd around him, 
And uh, I think they they really wanted to win it for him. A lot of players play for their manager, but in this particular instance, they they played for for Messi. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't really see that a whole lot. I mean, I think he wanted to win it for him as well for himself. You know, because he was their best player in the whole tournament. He oh, got for them sure. to that level. Well, yeah, four goals, four four assists. Yeah, and and without without him, I'm not sure they make it there. So. I, I'd say like uh, the team was good, but um, he did his job and they paid him back in the final. Yeah, like, he carried them the whole way, and then the final he put it in he, cruise control. He, yeah, he kind of bottled it at one point too. They were going to go up two to zero, and yeah, he, I mean, I don't know what he tried to do against Ederson, but the fake was good, but the you know it just didn't work. Tripped out over himself. Uh, I guess the more average player is just going to straight hit it first time and maybe make it, but what he tried was was going to be embarrassment and. I don't know. I I don't I don't know if I'd call it a bottle, but you know, I guess like in the grand scheme, it, it would have been one. the dagger. You know, yeah. well one on one, but you also kind of sit him down momentarily. It's, it does it deserves some merit. It's not like a like a straight open. Well, uh, one. Uh, at that point, a keeper is kind of guessing too. Yeah, 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 and it's credit to Ederson. He kind of made up for the the bad keeping. Oh on, yeah, he, on bar- yeah he, he covered up pretty well afterwards. He reacted. Mm-hmm. Um, As we know, he likes to kick it more. Imagine if Brazil tied it. Right after? Then, yeah, it looks worse. Yeah, it would have been oh, way wow. worse. Oh, shit. Not, nothing worse than this, though. Was it Grenada? What do you, oh, oh, why would you try that, man? Come on. He's not even, like, coming towards you. You're Grenada, man. You're not fucking <sighs> France. <laughs> well, who said... You said France? Yeah. Yeah, Loris isn't trying that, though. Nah. Oh. I think Ederson would. Oh, that's a good finish. Yeah. A lot of players would have squared it. Honduras has a pretty good team this season. Do they? Yeah. See, I don't watch them. I don't watch football either. Hey, man. Welcome (laughs) to the club. (laughs) Why did you take that so personal? No, I mean, no, no, it's it's not not, nothing personal. You're you're probably right. Oh, man. There Uh, you go. uh, (laughs) Um, So... Uh, so Neymar's left in tears. Yeah, played, he played great too. Yeah, he left. He it was all a on shot for uh, for player of the tournament too. Yeah, he, he he's play, a leader, he, you know. He played awesome. Yeah, he's kind of a low key leader. You know, you don't really think of those flashy players as being leaders, but here he is. He's so undeniably good, and and that's a guy, by the way, that I think has a shot to finish uh, over Harry Kane and Ballon d'Or as well. Not statistically, really? not statistically, but when you see the way he carries a national team and yeah, doesn't doesn't sure. shrink in the big games. It's it's quite it's quite oh, menacing, man. you know. Did he end up playing? I don't. No, I don't think he played when uh, when uh, Bayern knocked out PSG, right? No, no, he was injured at the time. He was injured, and then against City, I think he did play. Left it out all on the pitch as well. He was their best player. That's when a lot of the time. That's when it started clicking with me. I was like, Neymar is the guy at this team. Like Mbappe is good when he can be, but this guy is for real. Yeah, Neymar makes it happen a he's lot. He's different. He's he's different levels, and I. That's why I say like Ballon d'Or is an interesting award because it takes trophies to win it. But if you're actually looking objectively for who is the best player on the pitch, it doesn't. It never comes down to that. It's so just much. he's always he's always missing like three or four months at a time, and it, it's hard to give it based on that. You know. Yeah. He does yeah. have injury problems, but it's because he he demands so much attention that they just hack him. Yeah, so yeah. hard. Um, 
If he can maintain a good year where he doesn't get injured, that trophy's all his. It could be I for think sure. So. Um, he's gonna need trophies though. You know, league one isn't enough. Not on its own. No. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna have to be Champions League or bust. And I think uh, PSG is more equipped for that than ever. Um, yeah, well, PSG's reloading on everything. Uh, they they just got Hakimi. Mm-hmm. They obviously got Ramos. Uh, they're gonna hold on to Mbappe as long as they can. They don't need the money yeah. to sell him. They're for. supposed to be in for Teo Hernandez. Teo Hernandez. So if they get if they're oh my god if if they do that they have the best um, wing back partnership in the world right now. They got yeah, yeah those you two. got Hernandez on one side, Hakimi on the other. That was their two weaknesses, and, I, and we said in like, when they played City in, uh, against PSG. I made sure to watch that one obviously, but um, that was their biggest weakness. You know they had Bakker and. Some other random, you know, I don't even know. Playing you as, as your fullback, you upgrade those two positions. Those are the most two important signings. And then Ramos, you know, as well for depth. For me, also, the central part is where they need to beef up, and uh, they haven't really addressed that. Yeah, Verratti is going to be good. Um, the problem is uh, who else, you know? Yeah, you need you need to met. We saw with Italy that you need to pair him with a couple of other players. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I that that's probably another thing and maybe a striker maybe a central striker maybe well yeah because they're relying on Icardi and Keane um who are okay you know i i'm not too high on Keane people love to like claim he's good i don't think he's that great yeah same um but we'll have to see man uh i mean they already have the best transfer window so far by far nobody's come close uh, off of Hakimi and Ramos. Well, if they get uh, if they get Theo, and, and we didn't even mention the fact oh, that Donnarumma, Donnarumma those Donnarumma and 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 Hakimi were the biggest signings for me. How much must it suck for Kaylor Navas, who's been one of the best keepers of the last ten years, constantly be trying to get upgraded on? Yeah, that's yeah, that's Concacaf's best keeper ever. Um, I I can't think of anybody that comes close. I mean, Tim Howard, maybe. Uh, Memo Ochoa, maybe, but... At the highest level, yeah, Kaylor Navas is... Kaylor Navas is, is by and large... Way clear. Um, and, yeah, it sucks for him, man. But the thing is, as a goalkeeper, he's top, but he's not. he's never been the best, and there's areas he can improve. Not the tallest bloke, not the longest bloke, you know? That's why Courtois took his gig, and then... I think he's a top keeper, but... Um, he, he may have to start taking the Claudio Bravo route and, and maybe kind of demote go to maybe a, a lesser club like a like you know how Claudio Bravo went to Betis like a team like that and just finish his career on a high play for four more years maybe you know damn um, he is kind of old but he's still really good you know uh, yeah, but Donnarumma is the future you you get a keeper like that you have him for a decade yeah. or more oh yeah for sure um, so and well I mean given how obviously top Italian keepers go 20 years yeah, you know, and and uh, PSG already have history with the Italian goalkeeper. They oh, had the the Sebastian Sirigu. Sirigu. Yeah, so that I mean, they have already that that connection. I I say that they're pretty cool with the Italians, man. They have Verratti as well, Florenzi, Moise Keane. Yeah, Moise Keane. So I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a, a really good upgrade for them, for sure. The best upgraded team so far. No, no cap. Man, uh, well, they're going for it. They're going for Champions League for sure. Yeah. And uh, what else? What else do we got here? Um, 
Uh, uh, let's, talk, I guess, talk about, well, before we get into the transfer rumors and everything, uh, I guess we got to talk about that, that, uh, Florentino Perez, uh, yeah, fucking audio leak. Yeah, yeah. There's a conversation that he was having with somebody. Do, do you know? Have you heard the quotes and everything? I've heard some of them, not all of them, but, um, yeah, they're all pretty damning. He was talking shit about, uh, Raul. Yeah. Talking shit about Casillas. Uh, and then on another one, he was talking shit about Del Bosque. And then uh, he kind of... Oh, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. Here's the thing is, obviously, there's someone trying to bring him down, right? There's someone trying to sully his name. There's someone trying to get him. Yeah. To lose his job. Uh, having said that, what he's saying is that, oh, it's taken out of context. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, someone's, you know, going after me because of the Super Club. He tried to make it about the Super Club. Yeah. Or the Super League. Um, he's What he was saying about uh, Casillas, for example, was that Casillas... Uh, uh, He's one of the biggest frauds to play for Spain and Real Madrid. <laughs> Something about him, uh, like, oh, if his girlfriend's in a good mood, then he's in a good mood. Saying he basically uh, calling him a simp. Yeah. Uh, and then with Raul, he's saying that he sucks. Mm-hmm. This and that. You know, he he's 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 a fraud. Something about I footballers, they're the worst people. They they're stupid, and they and then he also called Casillas. Like a dumbass, like he was yeah. insulting his intelligence, yeah. and he basically said that about Raúl and Ronaldo and, and Del Bosque, uh, Del Bosque, <laughs> World Cup winning coach, Champions League winning coach, league winning coach, is stupid, uh, you know. Um, he's not wrong. coming coming from a president, and uh, I was I was watching ESPN FC uh, yesterday, and Shaka Hislop had a had a great had a great um, little tidbit. He's like, okay, so did, um, so Perez is saying that this is all taken out of context. Mm-hmm. In what context is what he's saying okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's, I don't think there's any context where you disparaging your players, talking shit about human beings. Like, like these are, I guess, in a way, your coworkers. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. In, in, in what sense would that? Look at Mexican Jack Grealish. For real, huh? <laughs> does look like him. Um, but in what context does it make it okay for 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 Perez to have this sort of air of superiority superiority over himself? I will say that the 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 recordings sound like they were done from a voyeur perspective, covertly. Oh yeah, definitely with bad intentions. Bad intentions, and I think as humans, I'd be remiss to say that we all have honest conversations with people we trust. And it wouldn't be out of the norm for a person to criticize or talk shit about somebody you work with. And in the grand scheme, he may be right. These people may be shitty. They may be kind of not all the way there, but they're great footballers. They're talented. And I think it's a bit unjust to Fiorentino because he, I mean, Florentino, you, you think you're not being recorded. You're having a candid conversation. And suddenly that tidbit is what you're ju- judged off of. 
that being said, I've always felt that uh, the Florentino's a shitty person. I'm not a fan of his. I'm not a fan of his intentions. So I'm kind of kind of happy or glad that it I find it comical that it's happening. But I do feel like it is an invasion of privacy, and I feel like this is a thing now. Hot mics, you know. I think uh, rec- I think we should recording. also we should also uh, be clear that these recordings were in 2006. Oh yeah, and well for for you to be mentioning these players, it has to be you yeah know? and. Well, well, the the Ronaldo and the and the uh, Mourinho quotes were mm-hmm. much later on. Oh, okay, like okay. 2011, 12. Right. But anyway, the the Casillas and Raúl comments were in 2006, when he was being exiled as the pres- as a club president. Right. So obviously he was operating from a space of anger. Um, Either way, though, like anyone saying that, like, imagine you hear someone's like, oh, Henry's a dumbass, Henry. Yeah. You know, he, he's, a, he's a simp, you know, like if, if his girl tells him to jump, you know, he's going to be there jumping. Yeah, yeah. That kind of sucks. And, uh, you know, to be disparaging a, a club legend, both are club legends, like Casillas and Raul, it's yeah. the, the The truth is, though, people look. have said that about us. We just, we don't have somebody with a with, with the recording, with the recording yeah, of, course, of it. Of course, so, yeah. I think it's a it's a common human occurrence, and I'm not much I'm not one to talk so much shit either. But shit, if you put a, a voice recorder next to me at some of my questionable times, you can make me look like a really bad person as well. Yeah. Um. And, and that's I think that's, that's true, true for that's anybody. Very true. That's very human. Yeah. That's is a human thing. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and defend Florentino, man. I think the guy's you know he's not he's not a great person. Brick. Yeah, he's not a great person, man. Like. Uh, so I feel like the fact that this is all crumbling on him is kind of funny, but uh, you I know, just think it's hilarious that he's trying to make it about the Super League. Oh well, he's, he's gonna. Like, dude, that's the thing is that he hasn't denied anything. Like, and and there's no way you can deny it. Like what you're saying about what Shaka Shaka Hislop said. There's no way of taking that out of context. You said what you said. You meant what you said, and that's it. And he's got to just step down, take an L, and just. Go retire in Swazili and just you know enjoy the island lifestyle. <laughs> Swazili, there, yeah. There, there's no there's no room for him in football anymore. I think his his PR is just damaged completely. I don't think. I don't. I, th- I, yeah. Yeah. The way he looks at football, if he even looks at football as football, is is very antiquated. Yeah. Uh, we're due for a refresh at Real Madrid, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that would spell a, a kind of a, a renaissance for the club. I mean, there's people that that really know how to run a club and know the passion behind it. You know, you look at people that have overtaken clubs, leads recently. You know, it's just there's there's ways to do it, man. But people like uh, Florentino, you know, their main concern is always going to be about profits, money, marketing, business. That that's his shit. Well, you things. Know? Yeah, think he looks at things from a numbers perspective. Yeah, because somebody was bringing up the fact that okay, we don't we're complaining about not having money to spend on certain players and Mbappe, Halan, but how has Florentino's, you know, wage been increased as well throughout the years? Well, there's some there's got to be a disconnect somewhere. Well, you are know? those numbers reported? Um, no, I, I haven't. I, I, I would I, love I just to see those numbers because Madrid. I know that motherfucker. Yeah, he would do something like that. You know, Madrid Twitter, they they have like there's uh, a lot of Madrid Twitter is anti Florida. I don't go. Uh, I don't exactly. go on the Real Madrid Reddit and I don't go on uh, Real Madrid Twitter uh, specifically for those fucking reasons. How are you a fan of a president? 
Oh well, yeah. There's as a person, there. well, e- even even politically, like actual politics. How are you a fan of a president? Yeah, like I'll see people like just slightly ridicule <laughs> his his reign as Real Madrid president. They're like, oh, pero te trajo cuatro like cinco hey, Champions League. I'm like, play, oh. I'm like, bro, like he kind of just lucked out, bro. Ronaldo he, and you know, great players. He man. signed the checks. Like you, you have people that are in charge of assigning. The manager has a big part of it. The players yeah, the have scouts, an even you know, bigger part of it. Yeah, there's scouts. The president, all he has to do is like, oh, I heard of that guy. All right, fucking get him. You know, it's not. No, 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 no. I I hate when people support uh, an institution and, and and a president. They're the most <laughs> they're the most backwards things I can think of. Yeah, in terms of sports. Well, that's just when you know they have the illusion on you already. Like they've already, and that, they've successfully that's won on propaganda. You. Yeah, exactly. That, my friend, is propaganda. Yeah, it's interesting, man. But yeah, those those leaks were damaging, and I think the best thing for him would be to step down. But with a man with that ego, the, the ego that he has, I find it hard to believe. He's made rules uh, for Real Madrid uh, uh, to make it nearly impossible for him to to get uh, sacked or for him to step down. He's not going to step down. Yeah. The the guy the guy's. Uh, the guy has no backbone. Think things like He's this, no shame. in my opinion, are be- are going to become more common um, with the technology out now, man. People are just coming out with the most outrageous things, and you really get to see who people are, what they say. I mean, even look at Rachel Nichols, like a few weeks ago, or not even a few weeks ago, less than maybe like a week ago. She's making comments about her coworkers, and she's in a bad spot now. Oh yeah, that's a thing now. So like, man. <laughs> Just be a nice person and you should be all right. Yeah. There's an old video there of a girl beating up another girl. She yeah. says, shut your legs and uh, shut your mouth and shut your legs and you'll be all right. She... After she stabbed her. Uh, but anyway, um, rumors, transfers, club shit. What you got? Yeah. So we'll, we'll start with the Premier League. Uh, former London keeper staying in London. Um, more specifically, Fulham keeper Ariola, who had oh. a fabulous season. I felt yeah, is rumored to go to West Ham. Oh, so that's an that's a nice bump for him. You know, uh, yeah, uh, you know, an improvement. And he play, he's played for Real Madrid for PSG. G- who else has he played for? Fulham, West Ham. I'm sure he's probably played for other clubs in France because he's been at he was at PSG for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the guy's polished. He's good. He's good. He's solid. Uh, next rumor was uh, Ruben Neves, the kind of defensive slash center mid, uh, going to Arsenal. I think that would be a, a really Confirmed? good move. No, no, no. It's a rumor. rumor. Oh shit! These are all rumors right now. Oh, okay. These are all very young, but they have a lot of reputation to them. Um, so yeah, Ruben Neves to Arsenal. I think that's that would be perfect for them. Good step up. Uh, he's like a. If you're talking about a Chaka replacement, I think this guy is that and a little better. Yeah, I uh, think set, so. Better at set pieces and all that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, following that, uh, we have Felipe Anderson, West Ham player, going to Lazio. Not uh, bad. So that's a, that's a cool move for him. He, you know, I'll, he'll have the chance at maybe representing, you know, the team at in the Champions League maybe if they play their cards right. Um, another move, Danny Ings, the Spurs. 
Well, there's a rumor for him to City, too. Yeah, there's a rumor for him to City. I mean, Liverpool. He's rumored but, to a big club. But there's also uh, a lot of rumors that he'll stay at Southampton. Simply because the, the fee that he would be getting isn't worth the 15, 16 goals a season that he's going to score. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's a projected the, measure. But, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know, like... Relatively, I think if you pay thirty mil for Danny Ings, that's good. Like, I mean, if if, if Harry Kane's going for a hundred mil, that's more than three times the price. And if we're looking at it statistically, Harry Kane isn't going to get you forty-five goals a season, fifty goals a season. Um, you know, so I think whoever gets him is going to improve. And I think he's a, a player who knows what to do in and around the box, can finish. Do you think there's value in weakening the selling club as well? Um, you know Southampton these days. I don't think I meant, I'm in Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham. Um. Well, first of all, I, I've been quoted saying this. I'm not a fan of the move of Harry Kane to City. Um. But it's a common thing. You know. Uh. Top English clubs going for top English talent. You know, Chelsea went for Ben Chilwell <laughs> last year. Obviously, not the same player Harry Kane is. Harry Kane would be the biggest inter English transfer. Uh, I can think of, truthfully, that that fee that's being asked for is monumental. Is <laughs> one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of it. So, but yeah, that would be City buying off of their competition. If you want to consider a sixth place, seventh place team competition. So yeah, at one point you have to start to decide whether Tottenham's a serious team or if they're just a feeder club. That's a Europa Conference team. Yeah, yeah. So they're not even Europa League. So I mean it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, but yeah, technically that would be that. Not something City's necessarily known for, although you know we have got uh, Raheem Sterling, Kyle Walker, John Stones, um, but you know. But there's there's also the Jack Grealish rumors too. That's one I I can get behind, um, but that's just more for my own personal fandom, from what the little I've seen of him. Uh, then the next uh, rumor is is staying in in England, but from a Spanish team. I, we've heard this one already for a minute now. Uh, Rafael Varang to Manchester United. I think that would be an upgrade for them for sure. Do you, oh, have you heard of the Trippier rumor? No, I haven't heard of it. No. The, there, there's a rumor that Trippier wants to come back to England, and he wants obviously to go back to Manchester. Oh, where he's from, okay. So he wants to go to United. Yeah, that that's makes the sense. rumor, but he's not this but place. He's, in but the right? the value is about three thirty million or something. Mm-hmm. I, I find that to be a little low for Trippier at this moment in time. Um, yeah, uh, the the thing with him is that he's going to be a top uh, right back for now, but going forward, um, I think reflects the price because he's uh, up there in age now. You know, I don't know his exact age. I want to say twenty nine. Um, as is me guessing, but um, it's not a bad guess. Um, you know he's he's a top right back. I would say I would like I'd love to have him back at City, but um, there's just not much room for oh, him. Oh, he's thirty. Oh, thirty, really? Sheesh. That's too much. That's still that's still uh, it's okay. I mean, well, for what players are going for, for now? For what for what Atletico would want to sell him for? It's too much. Yeah. But yeah, especially when um, you got Wan-Bissaka. Staying with another French center back, Jules Kounde from Sevilla is rumored to. For two London clubs, <laughs> Spurs and Arsenal. So one of them could luck out and pick him up. I think he's one of the brightest prospects under 23 at the center back position. Well, he's special. He's special. Yeah. And with the ball, he's one of the top center backs in the world. Yeah. Um, 
the rumor was 30 mil for Tottenham mm-hmm. and with an exchange for Davinson Sanchez, I think. Yeah. And uh, that's a little low for a top center back, in that's my like, opinion. Yeah, yeah. That's like saying like a 50 mil transfer. And, and that's valuing Davinson Sanchez at 20. And I don't see anybody paying 20 mil for Sanchez. Yeah. I mean, just he, off the bat like that. Yeah. I don't, see, uh, I don't see it. But I do see him being a Sevilla type defender. Yeah. Just don't know if Sevilla would shell out 20 mil for him just on his own. Right, right. And that's also understanding that Kunde is only worth 30 mil, which uh, seems a little low for a player of his caliber. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think with the COVID tax right now, you might be able to get a, a, a special. But, I mean, yeah, w- the figures we'll see. We'll see what they amount to. Um, next, though, Italian player, plays in England. Nobody really knows him because he doesn't get enough PT. Plays in London. Emerson yeah, from Chelsea is rumored to go back to Italy and play for Napoli. Not bad. That's not a bad. Not uh, bad for him. That's a that's a good pickup for Napoli. He's he's actually shown out, you know, in the Euros. He doesn't get a chance to at Chelsea, but that's a good pickup for them. Another Italian player, and this is uh, moving on to Serie A now. Uh, Belotti, the Torino player, um, rumored to go to Roma. So that would be an interesting move. I think he would do bits there. I think Dzeko is on the way out now. Dzeko's 35. So. And, and Mourinho still has pull. Yeah, yeah. Mourinho, I mean, he was able to, to get uh, Kane his goals and, and his assists. So you figure that uh, just a single-oriented striker for a Mourinho team is, is a good addition. Uh, the last rumors I have, uh, Yaremchuk, the Ukrainian player from Genk, rumored to go to Benfica. I think that's a Not really bad. cool transfer, one to look forward Not to. Not bad. And then Luis Diaz, who for me was one of the best players in the Copa America, he's rumored to go to Brighton. So that's a cool little Damn, rumor there. Damn, really? Yeah. Um, I would love for City to go for him, but probably won't happen. But yeah, so that's it for all my rumors. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, James Madison's rumored for uh, Arsenal. Oh, yeah, that's been a rumor. I don't um, know how much validity there is to that or yeah. how much of a need they have for him, but that would be cool. I don't think they do. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of attacking talent. Saka, Martinelli, Obama yeah. Yang, Pepe. They still have Lacazette. Willian. So. Willian at this point. Yeah, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, is that everything? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's Bottled Soccer Talk number 56. I'm Nestor, joined here by Henry, as always. And uh, two guys, two mics, two pints. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Take care of your mentals, take care of your chickens, and uh, we'll see you later.